0: Hey Tom.
1: Hey Dana.
0: This is uh, an auspicious episode number four because we will be posting video as well of our audio so we can see that you are a uh, handsome son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> oh I appreciate the compliment.
0: And And loyal listeners Tom's <laughs> outfit always always fully smeared in black he's always he's the man in black the mystery man in the podcast
1: you'll get you'll get a little you'll get a little something different here roundabouts yeah. but yeah that's 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 about it
0: yeah he's also <laughs> the youngest man I know who regularly uses the little pocket
1: <laughs> in his shirt. when when i was when I was younger uh and I only stopped because it, it almost completely fell apart I used to have a uh it was a weird like combination of fishing vest and tactical uh like swap vest. Uh I gotten it from my dad, uh, who used to work for uh McAven National Laboratory. And he had gotten a specially made vest for himself to hold all of his all of his gear. And when he stopped using that, he handed it off to me. And I used that thing from high school up, up through Oh, I had that a while. I I only stopped using it because it was literally falling apart. But it had pockets everywhere, so I was able to store notebooks. It was like
0: your I, uh, utility belt, right? That's yes. how you fought crime
1: it was, it was in high full, school. All all creative block was defeated by this vest. I had a pocket for pencils, for pens, for lined notebook paper, a small textbook with notes. Whole the whole nine. Smoke bombs. <laughs> was something was there. on. If something was on sale and I needed to get to it first. Smoke bomb grab it. And <laughs> right to the You could use that now.
0: <laughs> you can use that, especially after the last couple episodes of
1: uh, our
0: discussion. I um I, I will admit that I'm I'm jealous and lusting after your uh Metlar there behind you. <laughs> your inhuman inhumanoids uh Metlar. That's that's a good that's a good guy to have on display. Uh did you get anything uh new this week? Anything at all? Uh, I did, but first, what is the name of our podcast? I always forget.
1: <laughs> I always forget, and well, it's this... not hard. It's not hard. We're two guys talking toys.
0: <laughs> well, this it's is not... like
1: this is like all of like a lot of the, the the recent shows where you get the preamble for about like you get like fifteen minutes of show, and then right, it cuts right. to the title where right. we we just do that, and I think that I think that's that works. our uh,
0: our cold start. That's our cold start. <laughs> two guys talking toys. Tom and I. <laughs> I, I mean, being data.
1: It is it is great to see you. And I I'm I'm a big fan of your background too. Like I love your I can see the Usagis. That is awesome. Yes.
0: I'm missing it, I'm missing one. I need the Playmates one.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you going to be getting the oh uh, I, I believe Nekka is doing a space Usagi? Are you going uh, to be getting that?
0: yes i i will be getting that because nothing is greater than you know a a samurai rabbit in space <laughs> uh except maybe the old Muppets bit with the pigs in space but
1: <laughs> were, did they make those in the palisades line way back when when they were they were cranking out all those muppets did they get around to doing
0: they did they, i believe they did but there were a couple of lines like a uh, diamond Select did one i know they did one mm-hmm. uh and that's a line i'd love to get but i have too much uh, you know, I would love to be able to film in the uh, you know, the downstairs where the whole collection is, but this is just my office space.
1: Uh, I um, I, feel, I I feel like we should run people through your your basement setup, and I it, it's one of those things that like I wouldn't believe if I had not been down there and seen it myself. <laughs> so, so for anyone who is listening, for anyone who was watching, I have to, I have to paint the picture for you. You go downstairs into into this basement, uh, and you look to your immediate right the first time that i had been down there you had gotten uh what like some steel shelving
0: right to the go, new shelves as to opposed go along. to the plastic ones yeah
1: yes to go along the right hand wall and they're they're sturdy they're long and they run i want to say what in the upwards of about like uh, 20 30 feet somewhere around there yeah
0: yeah it's 20 feet along that wall
1: yes so the first time that i had been down there and i saw that my mind immediately went to the scene in the scene Matrix when they're all arming, they're arming up and Neo's like, I need guns. And you just see the (laughs) rows. Yeah, you see all the rows of the the guns coming out. So in my mind, I'm envisioning that wall of shelving just coming down, going all the way to the end, continuing on across the back wall and then coming back on the other side. And ladies and gentlemen, Dana did it. (laughs) His basement is like wall to wall with these shells. Uh, and the, the hardest part has been not so much filling them, but figuring out like w- what you want to put where.
0: Right, I'm I'm really rigid about uh, <laughs> the assortment and and how things. So, you know, then you you have cool collections that don't you know obviously not going to take up a whole shelf. The shelves are mm-hmm. are uh, I think they're four feet wide, mm-hmm. two feet deep, and and five high. And, uh, you know, obviously that's a lot of space. So each <laughs> shelf space is its own sort of category. And and some of them are pretty obvious, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, others are associations that only I make in my distorted web of a mind. But uh, yeah, I'm really rigid about that. And, and when I try to reorganize, it takes me a long time because of those, uh, that rigidity in my brain, well, which I, is sometimes daunting.
1: I think I think people can appreciate that. Everyone's got a certain idea of like what they want to put where. Like a lot, a lot of the the other shelving that's off camera that I have is, you will it's like I've got a Spider-Man shelf, I've got an Avengers shelf, but then some shelving I just like as you can see behind me, I just want cool things thrown into the same scene. So right, I have right. I have Thalog fighting Thundercats. I've got Slash hanging as out with.
0: As it should <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah. and once <laughs> again, once again, loyal listeners, <laughs> I have created an imaginary world in my basement uh and we all know how tom feels about you know basement dwelling beard wearers so <laughs> i'm surprised he even talks to me so we have uh once again rabbit hold tell me what. tell me what you got that's new
1: oh so i have more things coming to me in the mail uh i have been uh kind of stalking a bunch of super seven thundercats because i word,
0: good. i
1: need i need some more i need
0: so we just turned this uh, into a dateline episode
1: absolutely i i mm. i feel like there is probably more people than want to admit who have an unhealthy attachment to chitara probably <laughs> also an unhealthy attachment to pumara so there's mm. probably some some stalking not in the sense that i am doing i wanted to own them for a decent price that sounds terrible uh
0: but yeah yeah. Uh, associated with the stalker thing at a different at a decent price yeah
1: it's unfortunate that's insulting to women uh but i've been i've been keeping an eye on uh the super seven thundercats because they they pop up they've been the the price has been starting to dip down a little bit and i really like some of the more obscure characters like pumra who i i always thought he only appeared in one episode i believe and i thought he was super cool and i was like i kind of wish the Thundercats looked more like this cat man as opposed to man because with Because of your
0: love for like, anthropomorphized.
1: Yes, there was a, I, I think he's I think he was one of the first well, aside from the Mutants, the mutants were were full-on anthropomorphic characters, right. but as far as cat people, I believe Pumra was the first appearance of a like a truly anthro style cat right. character. Much
0: more uh, island of Dr. Moreau looking yes. than uh than the actual Thundercats, yeah. So,
1: so I I've been eyeballing him. uh I've been, you know, pretty much the eventually I would like to get the whole cast, but I managed to luck out and there was a person that was selling them fairly cheap on eBay. Uh, so I picked up, um, oh, Groon. Actually, a shameless
0: plug for eBay. Good job.
1: Yeah, t- 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 give let me let me allow me to search for things and hopefully I'll get them for a decent price. Uh. But also, I let me sell things, and then you take most of my money. Good going, eBay. But they, but Weird Al made a cool song so, about it, so, so they're uh, not all bad.
0: So simultaneously, a plug and and a critique of mm-hmm. eBay. Well done, mm-hmm. well done.
1: I have, I have to use Steamless. whatever <laughs> I have to use whatever is left over from my selling to purchase things for less than the going price because that's all I had left over after eBay eats half of my earnings. All so right. so I I managed to score a a grune is on the way. And evil nice. evil mirror lino, the one that had that was in the red instead of the, the blue. The
0: red, red, yeah.
1: Uh so once I'm finally able it to looked get like a whole,
0: he was soaked in Kool-Aid. You ever accidentally do that to your toys when you were a kid?
1: I actually never wound up doing that. In in my mind, he was he was wearing like blood armor. I was like, Oh, he's oh. dark. <laughs> dark yeah. lino. See,
0: uh Empire Strikes Back uh inspired me to freeze uh action figures in carbonite but I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have any carbonite uh, so Kool-Aid would have to do so, so I, <laughs> you know get a cup fill Kool-Aid throw my guy in there freeze it right and then uh, run the cup under some warm water and pull the, pull the chunk out and the figure would be frozen in Kool-Aid but oh, then Kool-Aid awesome. stays uh, that is true. to childhood data and so, I like see. Han Solo's, you know, white sleeves and shirt under his vest turned a, a nice uh, pink color, which is, you know, he's a pretty sensitive guy.
1: Uh I, he looks good in pink. I think, I think so. It's it's underrated. It's an underrated color, but you know, yeah, you think Panther pulls it off in the issue. Brett yeah, Brett I used Hart to
0: wear pink all the time when I was in middle school. Brett so Hart pulls you, it off uh, <laughs> So you have uh, things on order, and when they come. We shall see them yeah
1: yes so what, what about well, you what if, have you have you made any any pickups you found anything good
0: i did yeah and i didn't even tell you about them so there <laughs> uh i picked up the last uh the latest uh wave of the uh McFarlane oh nice superpowers and you know how much <laughs> i love superpowers the original line like mm-hmm. they uh are pretty awesome and i love that mcfarlane has kind of copied that style these these have a Mm -hmm. little more heft they're a little uh heavier than the original guys like you could really bang these guys around and they'll be okay Mm -hmm. uh but i i love that they have that kind of vintage look and 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 death strokes i'm having mirror image problems uh Deathstroke's got his bright orange. The thing that yeah. always made me laugh about Deathstroke is like he had that armor, like this the dragon scale looking mm-hmm. armor, and it's textured on there in his legs. But then he has like this crop top, like this flash dance <laughs> half shirt over it, which I get, you know, that's cool. If you got the physique for it, you can pull it off. So I I mean, got- no, no no
1: one's gonna tell Deathstroke to not wear that
0: right yeah he can wear whatever <laughs> he wants and then uh, the wonder woman came out in the line
1: that looks really nice
0: yeah it does and they did a good job like wonder woman i don't know why it's so hard to make a good wonder woman figure like the sculpts either go way too manly and muscular yeah. or way too pervy sexy and i think <laughs> this one is is a good job and, you know, it's much different than the original mold. Like the Superman, like this Superman mold looks just like the old one. Yeah. The Batman is a little different, but you can see it follows the same. But this Wonder Woman mode, because the other one is very, you know, the the yeah. Super Friends cartoon, very Linda Carter mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah. um this is not bad. And I like the cape. I like that <laughs> she's got the the hand to properly smack batman because you know he's an arrogant (laughs) jerk Now does she
1: does she come with a sword or anything she's got she's got like she she would
0: but she doesn't but you know she can always she can always just take death strokes i mean that's true
1: he's not gonna stop her. yeah and what i I, what
0: i also like about this line and Mm -hmm. what i want to talk to you about today because it's my turn to pick the topic yes Uh, what you got uh, I want to talk to you about, and this is right up your alley because mm-hmm. you you excel at this, not only that, but you're an artist and you have an artist eye for it. Is the packaging for this is yes. also reminiscent of the uh, the classic line with the stars mm-hmm. and the superpowers. Uh, now the original the original Kenner line looked much like this. It's, it's yes. the same colors, same packaging, only mm-hmm. down here it would say Kenner. And not McFarlane, but even the yeah. back has the old school oh, that, yeah. like look with the, the guys on it and the information about the character. Um mm-hmm. uh, now the new vehicles are kind of compacted compared to the old ones, but yeah, that's another show. Um <laughs> but yeah, like so they've they've not only got the feel in the figures, but the packaging is outstanding because I mm-hmm. love that retro look and you uh, being someone who is an artist and is inspired by art and makes art, you've drawn comics, you've done mm-hmm. art design, you've recently that I know of, um, you did a custom and customizing <laughs> maybe our next episode, uh, um, yes, yeah, to, uh, that's what you do. And you just did a, a fabulous a big boa that I don't have near me and I should because the uh, artwork you did for the box was fantastic. So I want to talk today about uh artwork on packaging both vintage, what mm-hmm. stands out in our heads and mm-hmm. and modern and Tom I want to hear your point of view on what you like to see in a box because you're an actual <laughs> artist who does this. I'm not I don't like it would be a you know a, you know crayon scribble compared to what you can. <laughs> create and present so uh one what? what what do you think about this and tell me what you feel the importance of the uh art box is
1: so did, did you did you pick this topic because you knew i was moving stuff around and i have a ton i have a ton of random boxes sitting around me so this, I this is i did actually know perfect. that
0: because i have a camera <laughs> right there in uh the galactus helmet I knew it so
1: he's a spy yeah. He wanders around He's at night, despite, and right. then
0: I also know because of that camera that
1: when nobody's looking, you wear yellow all the time. Don't tell no one; <laughs> no one can know that I'm secretly the monarch, <laughs> right? You know, or like uh, Dick
0: Tracy or the man with the big yellow hat from uh, Curious George. Uh, so,
1: so yeah, th- so this is a good topic. Um, I love pa- I, I love packaging. I love seeing the different kinds of packaging that are. Toys come in. and I know it's kind of an afterthought for a lot of people Because it for for some people it's just you wind up throwing it away anyway um right. and that kind of is and I I, I feel kind of bad doing it sometimes but I have kind of forced myself to start tossing boxes away I used to save I used to save them anything that I that I purchased I would keep I would take them out of, out of the box fold it up and then hold on to it especially if it was something neat or had kind of a, an, a weird unique design to it um because there's so many different ways to display the figure before you even take it out and get it into your hands. Uh, from the time that, even from like the time that I was young, uh, something as simple as I'm going to go back to uh, uh, an earlier episode, when we were talking about what got us into toys uh, Battle Beast packaging. Very simple. Uh, for, for those that are not in the know, Battle Beasts are tiny, anthropomorphic. Of warrior course. creatures. Of course, anthropomorphic. I always have, I always have one or two nearby. Pull that out. I wonder. From, if, did Metlar have that? I, he's been sitting on Metlar. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he. Comes yeah, yeah, in we clear. can see it. We can see it. So, yeah, he's he's been hanging out with Metlar because I, I am also a psychopath about crossovers. So for a very long time, I and, and probably up to this day, I have randomly Tom, you're, crossed you're painting over. Painting
0: a negative portrait of yourself today, stalker, <laughs> psychopath. <laughs>
1: like, These are not listen. words. These are, these are things that people should know. And this is yep. why I choose to live a, a right. life of solitude.
0: <laughs> there goes any chance of sponsorship, but continue.
1: <laughs> or or is it increasing the chance of sponsorship? True. True. Um, so the Battle Beast packaging was, it was just a simple, simple uh, cardboard card. It had the artwork on it. I, I can't believe I don't have one nearby. Um, it had the artwork on the top the title and then on the bottom it was both you got two battle beasts per pack uh except in japan where they were single packed which was neat um but it was two two figures just on like a bubble just a plastic bubble on the uh on the card simple straight to the point to the point which i thought was neat and then you flip it over on the back and it was just more artwork not of Toys themselves, but of the characters, which I thought was really cool, and then it gave mm. you the play, it gave you like the the, the play dynamic that the fire wood water fire beats wood, wood beats water, water beats fire, the whole right. the whole nine. Rock um,
0: beats scissors,
1: yeah. Yes, so those pack that packaging I actually held on to because I thought it was really neat. Um I love that you pointed
0: out that it was artwork and not of the toy. One of the disappointing mm-hmm. things. That and, and I brought this up to you when it happened. I remember uh, the McFarland DCEU. we yes. get the great trading card in there with some serious artwork, and then somewhere along the line, he switched to it just being some kind of photo of the toy,
1: which was just like so, I could just look so, at the toy. I don't need another yeah, picture so, of it. So I'm so I'm curious. Like, what do you prefer on a box? Because I'm thinking of say say the the original Keyman line. Um, you used right. to get the, the the customized box, and I that's one of the other things that I really love to see a, a box. Is that that about the is, original? The
0: original, yeah, or the new He-Man line, because uh, the, the new the, He-Man line has some fabulous artwork yes. on it.
1: Yeah, uh, the, and I
0: have I have some of those here, but um,
1: the the original one, because because those had those had the the kind of customized. uh Each package was dedicated to that character, so if right. you flip, you know, flipped it over to the back, and you would see that particular character, and then. There would be solicitations for the other figures, but there was artwork. It was just really well done renders of those figures, yeah. as opposed to a picture of the toy. Now, it do you think it would have made a difference to you as a as a as a kid had you seen just the figure on the back of the box, or do you think, or did that not matter? Because
0: no, end- I, I you know the thing about He-Man is they all basically had the same shape. Yeah, you know what I mean. I liked the artistic rendering because mm-hmm. we had a whole bunch of. You know, growing up a lot of simple packaging and I was Mm -hmm. trying to think today and and I really haven't given much thought up until about a year ago, Tom, when when you and I started really talking or or a little more Mm -hmm. than a year ago, Mm -hmm. um and your perception on the artwork and i started to think back and like we all know gi joe with the like explosion and the yeah. you know cartoon kind of you know comic book character and mm-hmm. and star wars at the blister pack with the picture of the like the photograph from mm-hmm. the from the still of the movie and then i started to think about like um like eagle force yeah. it was very plain it was a red card but it had a mm-hmm. like a comic drawing of the of the character. Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember like the ones that really started to strike me first was like sectars because yes. they were in a box. They weren't in a in a bubble.
1: <laughs> they weren't in I a boost attack. I can't believe you this All right. So as as you know I I'm I'm also a crazy sectars fan and I yeah. because I could not remember whether or not my sectars were lost, were just kind of lost to me years ago, I wound up recollecting. Uh, everything that I thought that I no longer had. So I wound up, again, kind of stalking eBay, trying to find something. Uh, stalking again? Good. Find them for a pretty good price and managed to eventually just build up everything. But one of the reasons that I managed to get was Coke and Truncula.
0: There's nice. There, there's I, a, I love the dagger and that the yes. dagger itself has an exoskeleton. Like it's so <laughs> badass. Like this dagger just stuck right through the and, and here's the
1: other thing that I loved about this. It's the not landscape It's not a box. Like it, like it's not a square. It's not a rectangle. It's a it's a uh this is why I don't uh do math.
0: It, uh, it's <laughs> right. It's some sort of odd <laughs> trapezoidal thing but uh, i love it because it looks like
1: a terrarium that you would keep uh, bugs in it's just like it's uh, cool absolutely and it, and the the entire thing uh and i i remember this from from when i was little the first time i had seen sectors in modells if you remember when modells was a a yeah, department yeah. store as yeah, opposed to a Playworld sporting was goods like store. Down the road. so it was like yes I, I you got to a lot go of, to
0: both your, your parents are being really generous.
1: A lot of people don't remember uh, that it used to you could used to be able to go to Models and buy uh, a bike, a goldfish, and uh, some golf balls <laughs> all right. in one trip. I uh, like
0: that uh, old. I think it was a Sesame Street bit when the kids walking down the road. It's like gallon of milk, loaf of bread, stick of butter, gallon. Of oh, milk. that's right. <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> that's, don't forget. Just, but but this is one of those designs that always like stuck out to me because it was the entire thing engaged you you got yeah show us the
0: the, because the landscape is what caught me like the the figures the world of sectars was more represented on the box than the actual characters it was like showing you the world of sectars
1: so before i was yeah, before my my parents were willing to to purchase a bunch of these for me. Yeah, as, as a kid, we didn't we we were not rich, so going to the store, window shopping was kind of as good as it got. Is if I if I could run down to the aisle that had toys on it and I could stare at those, that was as good as it got. Unless you could convince your parents to maybe buy them for you for your your birthday or for Christmas. But up until that point, we were we were trained very well. You're not getting anything. So, mm-hmm. but you can look, and looking was that's fine you know if you're if you're not expecting to get anything at least i could see it uh and i remember going and seeing these for the first time and it blew my mind because they they didn't look like anything else i would seen where they were they were big they were chunky they had the puppet thing going for it they had the really cool commercials right. Any
0: anytime but, there's a puppet involved yeah whether he, it's sectars or
1: Alf. or the single, the single pack, or the uh, the smaller figures, where it was like Zack and Bidor or mm-hmm. um, uh, Mantor and Raplord those came in much more of a rectangle kind of box. So those, if you wanted to, to get those and stack them, it was a lot easier. But yeah, like this was the kind of the kind of uh, uh, packaging that I was that I was pretty drawn to. Um, what do you think of the some of the more current some of the more current packaging? That harkens back to the to the old stuff because because like you, you you just said how much you enjoyed the superpowers uh, right. artwork so I'm thinking something like say say like the Masterverse series um, right. I I know one of the one of the criticisms of it is that it doesn't have that that old original the, the, the burst behind the burst it fades the, from
0: like the red yeah. to the blue
1: yeah yeah so they were trying something new with this and people did not seem yeah but turn too that around the back the, yeah the artwork i i think almost kind of redeems it like i i personally don't I have care fun, about it i
0: have triclops right here mm-hmm. and uh
1: yeah it's like, great look
0: how dynamic that is like it's that's so good that's, and the i don't i don't have it right here but the beast man my yes. favorite is the back of the beast man packages where you yes. see him with the rest of his tribe i guess and they're Diving out of the trees and yes. the, that so, those blue streaks and the it looks I'm, like it's nighttime.
1: It's fantastic. I'm going to be really upset if we never get that female beast character because she looks super cool. Right. So she's hanging out with the rest of them. They're there. I I, I feel like this. The, the, some of the, the go, ladies, range. if
0: you are bestial and cool, <laughs> uh, it's time to drop a line to town.
1: <laughs> in In spirit only, if you are an actual uh, an animal <laughs> lady, we're going to see we can get you some help. i don't know you kind of like
0: those anthropomorphizing (laughs) yeah i i do like that artwork and i was thinking about uh and, and because of you doing the big boa one how uh difficult it is to create and i love looking at the classifieds line because it looks like every box is a different artist yes like dusty has this kind of like uh I don't know, uh, like a morose feeling about it. He's mm-hmm. kneeling down in the dirt and looking yep. at these tracks and it's kind of, kind of this dusky thing going mm-hmm. on. And, uh, you know, the Python Patrol, the Vipers have this sort of montage yeah. of things going on and <sighs> the, the officer has the rockets flying over his head, which feels very like propaganda
1: like, yeah, so, you know. So even, and even uh, uh, Recondo, the the Figure, yeah, Ricardo very figure.
0: apocalypse it's, now. It's apocalypse yeah. now,
1: because yeah, he's like the he's, uh, the jungle expert, and even and even in the back. Like I don't need I don't need an action sound. I'm like this is more indicative of what Recon- what Recon- Ricana right. was about. Is show you know,
0: that side panel with the the sun and the helicopter. Like if you don't look at that and think of apocalypse yeah. now, or if you're younger, the homage to apocalypse now, the Skull Island King Kong movie. That's it. Right there, yeah. and then, like I was thinking of, uh, I was impressed with Zorana. Like, oh, very hers is also
1: really comic
0: good. booky, almost yeah. like a Harley Quinn mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. Um, like that, that's very fun. Like that's I, a fun character, and I never thought of Zorana being like a fun character, but this yeah. this artwork is is fantastic and much different than what you were just. Pointing mm-hmm. out, like it, it really feels like you're getting a custom piece of artwork from somebody on yes. these packages. I and, I and I never really appreciated that until I met you, Tom. So thank you for that.
1: Oh no, no I'm glad. I'm glad that it it's it's really easy to to overlook. Like I, I overlook uh, artwork on boxes if it doesn't stand out. And I, I applaud uh, Hasbro's attempt to really really kind of push it with this artwork. Uh, so that every, everyone can really take notice. One of the things that I that I really like about their uh, has Pulse will will randomly do a like a, a Gojo Tuesday, and I like that the team kind of focus, uh, focuses plug, on pulse. it. Shameless plugs Has pulse, nice job. Yes, you're you're welcome, guys. No, I, they they do they do great work. Um, so it's really cool to see that they they will point out the artwork and and talk about how awesome it is, how much time it is, how much uh, how much time put was put into it. One of the uh, one of the downsides that I think is that I really would love it if the artist got credit for their work I knew you were on say the that, box. And I
0: agree with you,
1: yes. And I I, I, I imagine you know, because we live in a world where you now need to have all this like uh, on the back of most action figure boxes, if they're not if they're leaving the United States, if they're not uh put out by a smaller company, they need to have all that. All those translations on the back, and there's probably literally no room for an acknowledgement to the artist. You know, maybe I take yeah, that you back. You could maybe, put it right on the side,
0: like underneath that Yeah, Maybe, that cusp- maybe right that, here. That, that unique panel.
1: Yeah, that, that wouldn't be too bad. I'd I would like to see that more often. But you know, you know who did do that? And I applaud them to no end. The the create the people who created the packaging for the Batman versus Ninja Turtles crossover. Yes, the, you're right. He did. I wish I, I I wish I had saved that packaging because I was I noticed it immediately. You you look at the box, you you get it. You've got an awesome looking uh, uh, pair of figures, but the artwork on the side it says created by and it lists the uh, the creators. And I was like, yes, thank you, because that's amazing. I would love to know. I would love to know who did the artwork for the the the, the X Men VHS specials, the uh, the self stated yeah. series uh let them sign their name to it put put yeah give give me a give me a credit or or a link to to their their portfolio or something and this kind of leads to another thing i really wish that mattel hasbro anyone who's putting out uh uh, toys in packaging that have amazing artwork give us an art book please collect all of this artwork i hate I would be, maybe maybe it's because they don't want anyone to throw these boxes out. I would throw away so many more boxes that I, than I currently have, uh, because I, I don't want to get rid of the artwork. It's, it looks amazing, but if it was collected somewhere and it was, uh, they, they gave us, you know, either, whether, whether it be a physical art book that you can just have on the coffee table, like set it up like that. Uh, or if it was a digital downloader, they said, here's Here's a collection of all the artwork that we've put together, minus all of the overprint, minus all of the, you know, all the information that you don't need for the package. Here's just a straight up artwork. Um, Transformers do that as well, and I, so, and I, again, I, the packaging takes up so much real estate, especially once you've taken the toy out, and there's I know nothing we can see your, in that uh, box.
0: Ninja Turtle NECA wall back there, which is yeah, nice. uh,
1: I would. <laughs> I that those are those are another one where I would love to uh, kind of toss the boxes on a lot of them, but the artwork is actually really good, and I want to keep it. Uh, so, Has the were you aware of the HasLab that happened recently for Transformers? They they done one sometime last year for Victory Saber.
0: Uh no. <laughs> uh
1: so they so they they ran one, and I I knew they were kind of go they were going to go all out for it, and. I knew it was going to look really nice, but in the back of my head, I was also thinking, well, you know, I'll get it and I'll, I'll open it up and I'll probably wind up tossing it. Cause once I have star saber out, then I can put them on display. Uh, that is, that is not the case because this, <laughs> look at this. That's art,
0: fantastic.
1: This box is amazing. So, so here's the, thing. so it's,
0: it's I a, love that sort of metallic burgundy. That's yeah, beautiful.
1: So, so the, the box itself, is amazing so it's it's a it's a box on the inside it's a wrapping on the outside and my thought was well i can certainly i can just get rid of just get rid of this outer casing right no because this opens up into this crazy this crazy poster i'm never gonna throw wow. this away
0: i'm gonna yeah.
1: hold on to this uh not, not granted it's it's a has lab so it, it's pretty cool that they went they went all out for for this and well, put mean, all that effort into pretty it. pretty cool that it but,
0: cost a million dollars. So you yeah, expect totally, a little bit of effort. Totally,
1: totally <laughs> worth it. So would, would you prefer to have um, a packaging that you just tear it open and toss? Or do you like when they, they kind of put a little bit extra effort into it? Um, c- case in point, the we'll, we'll go back to G.I. Joe. Um, Sir Serpentor. That was uh, a
0: fabulous box, but I felt like it was a puzzle box, like there was gonna be a prize mentor in there. Yeah. It was, it had this the side word yeah, sleeve, so you, which was cool.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you had to you had to pull the sleeve off, you had to uh figure out which part to cut first and then Open yeah. it up and and pull out right. whatever
0: you need. And yeah, I was like, I, I know there's something in there. Yeah. I don't know how to get there. I felt like I had to slide the tiles, you know, yep. in those puzzle boxes. <laughs> um, and and we're uh, you know we're coming to a close here shortly, Tom. And now, when I was a kid, like like I went through, like everybody knows GI Joe and Star Wars and yada yada. But the ones mm-hmm. that really jumped out at me uh, mm-hmm. now that I think back, uh, which I didn't do until we started talking about these things over lunch uh and yes we do talk about these things over lunch <laughs> loyal, loyal listeners uh i remember being struck by black star mm-hmm. like it had the black packaging and then the top like it tapered tapered yes. and it had him it had the picture of him on uh his dragon warlock i think is mm-hmm. his name and it was which is a toy i want Loyal listeners everybody has <laughs> got a warlock to spare um uh, and he was kind of, you know, it was a very battle kind of yeah. thing. And uh, the advanced Dungeons and Dragons figures had this cool, like, I remember uh, the dwarf Elkhorn mm-hmm. was my, yeah. one of my favorites. And I still have that original figure that I had when I was a kid, which is one of my favorites, but it, um it had this black, like there was the character drawn, like they're drawn in the books. Yeah. And, but it had this glow on the back of what looked like a cave or some sort of dungeon. And it looked like it was firelight, you know yes. what I mean. So it was like character yeah. with this firelight, like this mm-hmm. soft, soft kind of orangey red glow. And then mm-hmm. the blister pack, and and I remember those struck me. And then later on, when they had other other figures, uh, like I think the first one I remember is the Titan, the the, the young male Titan, the big guy in the mm-hmm. yellow uh, sort of Trojan armor. Yeah. On the uh, on the card, it was not only him, in in this low but he was in a battle position fighting Yeah, the half orc so mm-hmm. it was cool like now that's how you advertise the other characters in the series yeah. by having them pictured like in your kid mind you're like oh well mm-hmm. this is clearly the guy he hates <laughs> and wants to fight so I have to get that guy so uh since we have you know just three and a half minutes left or less Tom tell us what was what was the one like what really triggered you? I know you talked about Battle Beast and how and, and a few episodes ago, how they sort of inspired you to draw. Mm-hmm. Like what what were some other ones that really struck you when you were young as wow about that? That is a cool looking package.
1: Um, I wanna say probably I, probably sectors. I really loved like like we were saying before, the the, the sectors packaging gave you as a kid everything you needed to know about what you were what you were getting what was in there who it is what they do and then you know here here, here are his friends this is where he lives this is what's going on and if yeah. you didn't know, you know even if you didn't know say you know it would give you uh, uh the map with the key of where whatever it was and you're like oh the the desert of lost hope you don't know what what's go what goes on there, but you know what that's, it's called that's Long Island, <laughs> the desert of lost hope.
0: Yeah, hope goes to die, <laughs> Enter but, um... here,
1: all ye who have lost fate. Yes, um, but but yeah, like that was one of the things where if I were I to be creating a package for a figure, I would want to have that kind of that kind of setup. I would want to have uh the 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 the, the title. I would want artwork. I would want. Mm-hmm. The only thing that that would be kind of a toss up would be whether or not I would want a picture of the actual figure on the back in the section that indicates who else is going to be available. Um, right. I love artwork, but I also kind of like it is. It also is kind of cool that when you when you see you say like on on the New Key Man stuff where they've got pictures of the actual yeah. characters that and that they've are got a coming. Nice
0: balance there, and then you remember there were some like. Uh, some that were just crazy like uh the toxic crusaders Mm -hmm. that toy line like their packaging was like wham (laughs) green and pink and orange and it looked like a nickelodeon game show had just been thrown in your face uh it was very like colorful and you know some of them some of them went that way to get your attention as opposed to being something that's uh you know well thought out and and but I mean, that's who it was designed for, believe it or not. After seeing, yes. you've seen the Toxic Avenger, the movie, you would have never believed that Toxic <laughs> Crusaders could have existed. So, with with a with a minute left, Tom, um, you want to review where our loyal listeners can reach out and find us?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, we we would like to hear your thoughts as well. What kind of box art do you like? Do you keep it? Do you throw it away? Do you enjoy collecting it? Do you think it should be? tossing the trash. Uh get a hold of us on our Twitter handle at Two Guys talking Toys. That is the number two, no G. Uh our Gmail is the same. Two guys talking toys. No uh no G the number two. Uh so yes, drop us a line. Let us know what you think. We'd we'd like to hear from you.
0: Thanks for saying drop us a line and not hit us up.
1: Dana does not like being hit. Or do you? (laughs)
0: tom tom is letting us have some insight into him today that's probably off-putting at no no
1: fight no fight club for us
0: (laughs) all right loyal listeners thank you for listening and watching yes thank you for
1: listening if you're listening to the podcast if you want to watch us as well feel free to jump on youtube and just do a search for two guys talking toys take care everybody